0: It is awesome to join you this morning online, and I just want to thank you. If you're watching live, thank you. Thank you for being a part of this and and jumping on and and using your day this way. If you're watching this after at a later time, thank you as well. Uh, It is just an honor as a church that we have the opportunity to do this, the technology to make this happen. Um, Craig read our scripture this morning. And it's, uh, it's an interesting one uh, because it's just a great reminder uh, that we have uh, about what God I- wants from us uh, that are following Jesus. But we live in a moment in, in, in time uh, where th- there is great opportunity for division. And I just want to remind us again today that you know, through God's word and the power of the Holy Spirit, that can draw us together. And that, you know what, it is, it is uh, many things can to take us different ways, many things can, can take our focus away from what we're going to be talking about, uh, but in this moment, as followers of Jesus, we desperately need to be united, and that is what 2 Peter, that's what these verses is talking about, the thing that unites us, the thing that holds us together. What brings us together is so much stronger than what tries to divide us. Now let me give you a little bit of context here. Peter is, is, in, the, is in the end of his life, he's an old man, he's writing this book, he's thinking about the, the very things that he's like, Hey, these are the things that the church needs to know. These are the things that those that, that claim to follow the ways of Jesus need to hold on to. And so he, he puts this together in, in chapter 1 and uh, he, he starts laying these things. So there's eight virtues here. But before we jump into that, uh, there's a few verses just before. In 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 and 4, he starts to build a platform. Something that we can stand on. Something that we can place the virtues on. Because the virtues by themselves... If you don't put them on something stable, uh, can really can really uh, take us in, in ways that we do, we he never intended. And so, what is what builds this platform? What is uh, a part of this? Well, one is this idea of knowledge. He says, "Hey, you need to 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 know. You need to to put this together. You need to study." But he partners with that, the work of the Holy Spirit. So we know that God is creator, we know that Jesus is savior, and we understand that the Holy Spirit is comforter. But in this moment, he, he, he says, listen, the Holy Spirit, if you're a follower of Jesus, you have the Holy Spirit. And when you partner that with knowledge, it's incredible what starts to happen. It, it makes this, this knowledge come alive. It starts to, to simmer in you. You have, you have understanding and thought that, that may not have been present, void of the Holy Spirit. So he's building this, this platform that is really important. And, and hey, all those engineers out there, you know that platforms are really important things. It kind of reminds me of, of when I was a, a younger uh, teenager. We were, we were going through the woods, and uh, you come across somebody else's treehouse. Well, what's the first thing you do? Well, you, you look around and say, is anyone here? Well, no one was there. And so you know the second thing is you want to climb and inspect this thing. You want to see what did somebody else come up with. And I remember climbing up this, this big tree and there was a platform around this tree and I grabbed onto this platform to, to pull myself up and the whole thing kind of shifted a little bit. And at that moment, most normal people would have climbed down. You're getting a small glimpse in, in, into the, the craziness of Dan Moses' mind. But I had to climb up. I had to conquer. I climbed up on that platform and, and it, was, it was tilty and it, was, it, was just, it wasn't built well. And this is what I absolutely love about what Peter's doing here, is he's building a really solid platform, because he's saying, listen, there are some incredible truths, there's things to be known that are, that are here, but you've got to partner these things with the Word, with, with the Holy Spirit. And it comes alive, it starts to simmer in our lives as followers of Jesus, and so that's, as we talk about these virtues, we're setting them on that platform. What can we know about these virtues? And how do we partner with the work of the Spirit in our lives as we think about these virtues? Because we, we need the Holy Spirit. We need the strength the Holy Spirit gives us to be able to lean in. Now, if you're hearing this today as, as a checklist or as more things you need to do, I just want to say that's not what we're talking about. That's not what we're driving at. What what we're doing here today is saying, listen, as we have understanding, as we have knowledge, and we allow the Holy Spirit to really make that come alive in our mind, make that come alive in our hearts, God gives us strength to be able to lean in. Because we know as followers of Jesus, we know as people that if we try in our own strength, it will often, if not always, end in failure. And so if you're a checklist person or a person that's like, listen, there's more things to do, please don't hear this today like that. This is an opportunity for us to grow in knowledge and partner with the work of the Holy Spirit that is happening in you already. And I encourage you to listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit as you hear these words. So this is the platform we stand on. We're going to grow in knowledge today. We're going to partner with the work of the Holy Spirit. And that leads us to the first virtue which is faith. Now, I don't think it's by accident that Peter starts off with faith. I think as he gives this list, I think there is some order to this. It's it, as you see them as they stack together and you'll see this as we as we start with faith and we end with love. I'm going to touch quickly on most of these virtues, but I'm going to land and spend a bit more time on the last two. And so the first one is faith. What is this faith? Faith is your personal reliance on the Lord and his word. Faith is your subjective trust in the Savior and the foundation of your spiritual life. You believe Christ will work in and through you. You depend on his spirit and his word to sanctify you. What does sanctify means? It means to, to, to make you more like Christ. It's a process, right? To sanctify you and, and minister through in you and through through you as you are obedient. This is faith. It's, it's a surrender. It's saying, God, I trust that you deeply know me. God, I trust that you are going to make me into the person that you have created me to be. Starting that journey, that's faith. The next one is knowledge. To mature, live by faith and grow in knowledge. Knowledge. The Greek word uh, knowledge implies that we use our minds, that we gain insight into our circumstances. See, this is what I love. Like, you know, God has created us. He's created us with an incredible mind. And, he, and, and at no point does he ever ask us to say, hey, take that and just throw it to the side. No, no, no. He calls us to say, listen, listen, grow in knowledge and as you grow in knowledge, allow that whole the Holy Spirit that resides in you, if you're a follower of Jesus, to just to, to make it come alive in you. I love this. He follows that up with self-control. Now, the New Testament writers often compare Christians to athletes. I just wanna give a huge shout out to our women's uh, soccer team who won gold. I mean, we have so many incredible athletes that are happening in the Olympics right now and they're, they're winning medals and they're doing their best. Uh, but what an incredible journey the, our women's soccer program here in Canada's been on. Uh, slight rabbit trail here for a second. You know, uh, this, this medal is just, is just not a moment in time but it's built on an incredible journey of people investing all their lives training being focused having self-control to see this outcome which is this gold medal and I think it really relates to our lives here as Christians, right? Because God is asking us to have self-control. Sometimes when we hear the word self-control, we kind of bump over into this idea that we have to, to hold our lives in check and, 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 and be div- not get involved in, and we're in control and it's our strength. And, and that's not the platform we stand on. We stand on a platform as we understand this idea of self-control but we allow the Holy Spirit to give us strength to, an, to apply that self-control into our lives. Let me just take a moment and speak to, to our youth out there, our young adults out there. Actually, you know what? And our adults and our seniors. Let me just speak to everybody. This is, this is huge in our culture today, to be thinking about this idea of self-control. There's so many things that want to take our, our focus away from from God and 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 get us over here or or over here, right? But this idea of self-control says, no, no, no. I want to bring my best and my focus and who I am and my purpose, and I'm going to direct that towards God and what God has for me. We desperately need the strength from the Holy Spirit as we understand and we grow in knowledge of self-control. We need the Spirit to give us that strength to be able to do that in a world that is. Very, very good at pulling us left and right and changing our focus. That leads into perseverance. It means to remain strong under pressure from an unwelcomed, painful uh, hardship. Doing that, keeping in mind the hope of the future. And what is that? If, if you're a follower of Jesus, the hope of the future is that whether I, I, I pass today from this world or whether uh, Jesus returns, as his, his, his coming, that, that that is a hope, that that is something that this time on earth is only for a time, that I will spend eternity with him. So I persevere through the, through the hard things of life because I know that my time relative to all that God has from the beginning of creation to, to the moment he returns is yet a small piece. This is why I love the idea of self-control. I only have a short time on this earth. And if I persevere and bring all that I have and, and allow the Holy Spirit to draw that and give me strength to stand in and, and persevere through the hard things that he, that, that he asks us to do, there's something incredible in store for all of eternity. Perseverance. Perseverance godliness excuse me godliness an attitude of reverence that seeks to please god in all things godliness desires a right relationship with both god and man i'll say that again godliness desires a right relationship with god and man it it seeks to please god it's incredible as we take that time and, and, we, and we think about that. And we say, oh God, you are my creator. And so I just want to offer these things. It's, it's the idea of stewardship. My life, my breath is all his. And I steward these things. And I, ju- I want to be godly. I want to be more like him. That leads us to, to mutual affection. And I want to park here for a few minutes and, and, just, and just take this apart a little bit. The idea of, of mutual affection is rooted in the Greek in, in the Philadelphia. It's, a, it's, a one of, it's one of the aspects of God's love. It's this idea of brotherly love or you know this, uh, this idea that I lift up those around me. I care deeply for those around me. This is really important. In, in a moment in time when many things can divide us, if i if I lift up and if I care and I care for my brothers and sisters around me with with a love that 's just not my own, but a love that is his right that 's the partnership with the Holy Spirit. I, I grow in knowledge I understand that I have I need to have a love for my brothers and sisters, but the Holy Spirit gives me uh, this ability to love beyond my own capacity. This is something I really love because it, the reality is this. There, my love is finite. My love has a beginning and an end. It only has so much. When I partner with the Holy Spirit, God's love is limitless. There is no beginning and no end. It is, it, is, it is a well that will continue to be drawn from. It's a well that does not run dry. And we have access to that. And as we partner with knowledge, as we partner with the Holy Spirit in this idea of, of caring for each other, it's amazing what God starts to do this love is based on shared relationship with Christ. We, we can often sense immediately when somebody else is, is a follower of Jesus. I've had this often in, as I've done serve projects in different parts of the world. I will meet somebody, and I'm like, wait a second. They, they, they may speak a different language than me. They, they may not look like me. But they are my brother and sister in Christ. There's something, there's a mutual connection there. And it's absolutely incredible. I remember a time I uh, lived in an apartment building when I was first married. And uh, I walked in and I I saw a senior lady just get into the elevator and, and I was walking across the foyer and I knew right away, I was like, oh darn, I'm a 6'2 I'm guy walking on the elevator with an elderly lady. I just try to be like, okay, not make eye contact. Just let her know I'm safe. I, I'm not here to hurt her. I just want to go to my floor. I just want to go to my apartment. And I walk in the elevator. The elevator door closes. And uh, she says to me, uh, I've seen you. Are you a Christian? And my head pops up and I'm like, what is going on here, right? But there was something in her as a follower of Jesus. There was something in me as a follower of Jesus. And it just, it just was there. This is this mutual affection that, that we start to have. And as we get to know people, it's brother and sisterly love. We lift them up. This is an incredibly important virtue as we navigate the culture in this moment, at this day, at this time. The last is love. Love is interesting because uh, Peter places it at the very last. It's, they would say, maybe the the capstone of all the virtues. I would say something like, it's it's the glue that holds all these virtues together. It's the thing that, that binds them together. It's this idea of an agape love. Now, if you're a person who's been hanging on the church for a long time, you've probably heard many sermons about God's agape love. But if you're not, I just I just want to park and just sit in this this moment with you because I just think there's something incredible to be to be known and there's something incredible to be experienced with God's agape love. This is this is a love that, that is 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 far greater. This is the love that I was talking about before. It has has no beginning and, and no end. It is it is it is it is all and it's incredible. And when you know this and you experience this, it's, it does something. It, it draws you. I remember when I was 12 years old, and we don't have enough time this morning to get into the whole story, but that was a moment where I wasn't asking for it, but I was desperately in need of something, and God Gave me an an opportunity to see His agape love, to experience His agape love. I remember tears rolling down my face, and I'm just feeling overwhelmed by this incredible, this incredible God that loves me despite my brokenness, despite uh, who I was, despite all the thoughts that were in my head and in my heart in that moment. God desperately loved me, and He desperately loves you. This is the God. This is this agape love. If you're not a follower of Jesus, then I would encourage you to, 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 to take a moment and consider. Consider these things that we're, that we're talking about this morning. You can grow in knowledge, but until you surrender to the, what Jesus has done for us, that, that bridge that, that he has built for us to be able to, to connect and understand God, it, 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 these will be words, this, this, this will be, there will be limits but if you surrender today, God will continue to grow this. You will continue to, to know this and experience this in a new and a fresh way. And I just would invite you into that today. I encourage you, if you have a, somebody who you know is a, a follower of Jesus in your life, reach out to them. They would probably love to talk to you about these things. But you can make contact with us online. If you go on our website, you can click. We would love to make contact with you. What's really interesting about these virtues is that these are actually character qualities of God. Peter says, yes, we need to pursue these things, but these these things are already who God is. And God wants us to become more like him. And that's why we partner with knowledge and with the Holy Spirit, so that he can draw us to become more like him. In a time that we live in, in this moment in time, it, we desperately need those that follow Jesus to lift these virtues up, to let them be evident in our life together because it is far different than what we see in other places. And so that's an encouragement and a challenge to you if you're a follower of Jesus. you know Are these virtues being lifted up and, dis- and, and moved and, and grown in your life? Lastly, I would say the work of the Holy Spirit is a really incredible thing that, that as followers of Jesus or someone who is, who is learning and growing and trying to understand what this is, no matter where you find yourself on that journey, the Holy Spirit is a really important piece because it's, it's at work in our lives. It's, it's at work in the lives of those that, that we connect with um, uh, through our weeks and when you hold these virtues and you, and you say, God, allow these things to, be, to, to grow in me, to become more like you, it's amazing how that partners with the work that, that the Holy Spirit is doing in other people's lives. You, you almost don't have to even go looking for it because it, just, it starts to come up in conversation. It's, it starts to come up with opportunity to love and care for someone. It comes up in opportunities, maybe not to say any words at all, but to sit with somebody and just say, I'm here. This is the incredible thing that as these virtues start to, to grow in your life as a, as a believer, it partners with the work that God, that the Holy Spirit is doing in, in other people's lives all around you, at work, at home. As well, when you pause and you just consider yourself, and when you look in the mirror, who do you see? I know it's a very difficult thing for me to do is to look in that mirror and say, who do I see? Because I see the brokenness and I see the things that I don't like about myself. But when God looks at me, he says, I look at you with great love. I, I look at you with mutual affection. And he calls us to be more like him. I'm just going to invite the band back up just as we close our service together. See, what brings us together is so much stronger than what tries to divide us. We are in a moment in time when we absolutely need to be together. We need the things that that bring us together. We need to be reminded of those things. We need to, to, to hold on to those things. So wherever you are, wherever you find yourself physically, wherever you find yourself mentally, wherever you find yourself spiritually, would you just consider this? that God is calling you, that God is speaking to you right now. If you don't know who who Jesus is and you haven't entered into a a relationship and follow his ways, would you just continue to to ask questions and grow in knowledge? I would challenge you today to, to consider what it means to surrender and to follow him. If you're a follower of Jesus and you're, you're a part of a, a local congregation, maybe you're watching this and, and you're not even a part of Woodside, I just say bless you, encourage, be connected with your congregation where you find yourself. If you're watching this and you are a part of Woodside, I would just deeply encourage you. Would you would you lift these virtues up? Would you lean in? Would you partner with knowledge, partner with the work of the Spirit, and allow that to bind us together as we face in, as we travel over this, this next chunk of time we desperately need god to bring us together as we navigate these times let me pray god we just thank you so much for your word god your truth god i thank you for the way peter's penned these words this these things to to remind us lord and God, I ask that, that you would give us the tenacity and perseverance, Lord Jesus. Whether we are a follower of Jesus or not, God, that, that we would continue to grow in knowledge. That we would surrender and partner with the work of the Holy Spirit. God, that these things would be evident God, I give you praise, honor, and glory because we know, Lord, that you are not done with any of us, that you are working in and through us. And I give you praise, honor, and glory for that. In the name of Jesus, amen.